Well, I will hit yield, start recording, just in case someone has anything funny to say. I have nothing funny to say ever. It's the stop recording button. (laughs) (laughs) Well, fuck you. Fuck this. Get out. Okay. Uh, I was talking to myself, (laughs) but you know. You think we can get away with fuck this, get out as an episode? (laughs) Probably not. Don't listen to this podcast. It's like reverse clickbait. Right. Um, Let me do the stupid pog face. My chubby cheeks. Yeah. Well, now we have a thumbnail for the for the video portion, at least. It's just going to be like 50 of my face. Just epic, <laughs> epic clickbait of Endo looking surprised. Yeah. Huge pack opening and in this podcast. It's just me <laughs> taking off my pants. <laughs> oh, my God. I just pulled McDavid. Just trust me, bro. If you're on Spotify, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> So I guess we're just doing this, huh? Yeah, we're we're going for it. (laughs) That is the intro. Well, not a Mac Dave. It's too good to not have at this point. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Tukey's Take podcast. We are back again to pretend that this is a hockey podcast, when in reality, we we talk about a bunch of random stuff, and it's probably the majority of the fun. That we yeah, have. we don't even get to hockey until like 20 minutes in. I know. Yeah. <laughs> We're terrible. <laughs> it's, a, it's a buffer. <laughs> let's let's be honest. Like hockey's hockey's the hook, but people stay for the nonsensical bullshit. I hope so. Me too. Or we Although, otherwise this people... is a terrible business strategy. <laughs> <laughs> or we find out that everyone skips the first 20 minutes yeah. of the podcast. We're going to have to go on YouTube Endo with the yeah. uh, the video Someone check line. the analytics. Yeah. <laughs> so You're going to see like I know the... this <laughs> static and then boom after 20 minutes it like shoots up with the watch. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I just well, saw I noticed something. Too, oh man. On YouTube timelines. Um you can see most replayed which always lines up with where if someone has a mid-roll ad, you could tell they're skipping ahead and just <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so oh, we can check the oh, timelines man. for the podcast and see when people are clicking ahead and if it all lines up. Oh boy. Oh, with man. that particular That's... deal. Oh Whew. goodness. So gentlemen, today we're gonna get to talk about Pokemon. We're gonna get to talk Pokemon. about an Eric Carlson trade. And we're going to talk about whether or not Jordan Bennington's power comes from him being a whiny bitch. Nice. I mean, power is... Yeah. Gr- gr- uh, uh, duh, there's a word. The die, The hash-binging, the bash-linging. <laughs> the hash-binging, slash-wheeling. Has-beaten. <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> I didn't know I needed the Ric Flair hash slinging slasher crossover, but oh. now we know. Uh, so now good. we know. Oh, gentlemen. So before we get into our viewer questions, as we always do, a friendly reminder, this particular podcast is brought to you by our friends at Manscaped.com. You can get 20% off your order and free shipping by using the code Tugi. That's T-O-U-G-I-E. You should know how to spell it because it's literally the first word that you see whenever you click on this podcast. Yeah, should be fine. Manscaped.com, the best tools for 
the job. Head to toe, they got you covered. Cylindrical deodorant and all. There you go. For those of you playing Tukey Steak Podcast Bingo, that is your that's your free space. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the <laughs> oh, manscaped. It's in the other room. Oh well. Oh, it's a shame. Mine is he was good. using it. Fuck that, I'm gonna get it! So now's the perfect time while he is gone to just be like, talk God, shit Endo. about Endo. Endo's <laughs> terrible, isn't he? He's just awful. Can you imagine? Deking oh, at so the blue happy. line every time. Oh, hi, Endo. <laughs> there we go. It would not um, zoom in on my face. It might zoom in on nothing. It just zoomed on my face the whole entire time. Smart cam. There we go. Got him. Yeah. <laughs> Got Fuck him. off. <laughs> Manscaped.com. Code Toogie. Do it. Take care of yourself. Do it. Do so. With Manscaped. Do it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Emperor Palpatine for Manscaped. <laughs> I'm the Emperor for Keep Manscaped. Keep your Sith region smooth. It's <laughs> <laughs> terrible. That is terrible. You, you thought I looked like a nightmare before. You should have seen what uh, I looked like before Manscaped. Yeah. Oh my Jesus. I don't want to. Holy hell. <laughs> All right, I just want to say front runner for episode title, Sith Region. Because uh, <laughs> it's the only chance we'll ever have to have oh. that be an episode title. Pretty much, yeah. Manscaped.com, Code Tiggy. With that, let's get to some viewer questions here. Again, the link to our Discord is, or my Discord, I guess, uh, is in the description. YouTube, any audio platform you listen to. Join up, go to the viewer questions section like these fine people did. First question comes from a fellow Cody. Thoughts on the ECHL's Atlanta Gladiators having a Thrasher's Night. So basically, they're going to have special jerseys that probably have the logo. Dope. That's cool. Yeah, I think it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just the idea. I, I'm sure some people have the opinion of like, oh, just let the Thrashers die. As I literally have a, my Thrashers jersey hanging up behind me. Um, I'm cool with it, though. Like, for that particular market, like, let's be honest, there might not have been a ton, but there were. Some diehard Thrashers fans who deserved better. They deserved better ownership. I don't know if Atlanta will ever get that third kick at the can at an NHL team. Like they are, they're they're down the list, but at the same time, they're not. Uh, for the sole purpose of what? It's like the fourth largest city in the U.S. Atlanta. Yeah, something like that. It's fucking know, so. huge. I'm sure they'll get another opportunity eventually. I don't know if it'll be as the Thrashers. I do think it'd be pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, you know, for the Atlanta Gladiators to do it, I'm cool with it. Their color scheme, as it is, has been changed over the last couple of years to basically be the Atlanta Thrashers colors. Yeah. So. Yeah, they also have like a tribute jersey where they have like the shoulder, the shoulder, the the shoulder like bar that the Thrashers yeah. usually have. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, they they practically are the Thrashers already. Sans logo. So yeah. keeping the meme and dream is, alive. How much is necessarily changing? Yeah. From AJ. Essentially, he he long-winded it. I'll shorten it. To favorite Pokemon, which I imagine is an honor of the fact that there are new Pokemon games dropping tomorrow. I will probably be playing it on Thursday night. Pokemon Violet and Scarlet, I think, are the names of it. Hmm. They found colors. They found new colors to make uh, the Pokemon names out of the... Uh... Love it. I mean, you can't go wrong with the original colors, you know? Yeah. Red, blue, yellow, green. It was a good time. Blue, indigo, purple. Jeez, there you go. Yeah. Perfect. There you go. Look uh, at you. So yeah, favorite Pokemon. Now, I, I think 
like I don't know. I don't know. It's it's very tough because they have come up with some good ones. There's a lot of bad ones. Like, god damn it, in the past ten years they introduced a fucking chandelier. There's an ice cream. Boogies. Like that's some weird that's some weird ones. At the same time, they turned Farfetched into a knight named Sir Fetched. And that's one of my favorites because it's fucking hilarious. It's that's wild. A gigantic, you know, it's a small ass bird with a gigantic sword. It's hilarious. Um, he might honestly be my answer. Although, although, Sin, I don't know. I don't know if you've seen these. The what? three new starters. No, I, that I must. I, I, I am a red blue truther. <laughs> anything all, beyond that's that all I play. anything beyond that, I play a little bit of gold or silver but no it's I'm all about the original 151 man me too but Boomer. I do want to say the starters for this year yeah the starters for this year I um I want to get your opinion give me one second to uh perfectly kind of send this over to you because they do at least still have the grass fire water as the starting like options. Like if they change that, Pokemon would be dead to me. And I like totally fell out of playing Pokemon for like 20 years. <laughs> and then it was a couple years ago, people were like, can you please play the new one? And I'm like, yeah, sure, screw it. And I had a blast. Uh, but here you are, my good sir, in the group chat. I want your opinion one by one. <laughs> and then I want to know. Which one you take? <laughs> I, say, I say one by one for a reason because the best one is the last one. Yes, your it's your... fucking flamboyant Donald Duck. <laughs> <laughs> He's got his little fucking wing off to the side. Oh, oh that's amazing! That's I need Bill this... Burr's take on that. This. <laughs> so there's what is it? Sprigatito? I don't fucking know this Italian ass cat. Grass cat. <laughs> Spaghetti-do. <laughs> Sounded like a fucking pasta. Uh, there's Kaylee Cuoco. Oh, no, wait, that's up. <laughs> Cuoco. There we go. We're fine. Foy it, looks Coco. A, it looks like a fucking apple, but it's like a little dinosaur, man. It's Japanese, <laughs> but let's use Spanish fucking roots. Fuey. Hey, listen. It's, it's and diverse. then the water starter is a duck named Quaxley. With this incredible haircut. He he's oh, my choice. Hair. They, Thought it was a little hat. <laughs> it's like Toad from Mars. Yeah. Oh what the hell? God. Shot. Oh god. What the hell? What the fuck are you referencing? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it just Fucking sounds hell. like he got shot when he goes like oh wah, wah, wah. <laughs> oh, God. so sim with that your favorite pokemon then from the original 151 oh man that's a tough one that's a tough one it gotta be gyarados so mm-hmm. gyarados was is one of my favorites i'd always i'd always spend that 500 gold or bucks in that pokey center on your way to mountain moon and get a magic carp and then like just do that you know put him out first and take him away and send someone out and i just like have him you know get gyarados asap and he would be just part of my team up until the elite four man gyarados is so good yeah this is where pokemon nerds are, um, um actually his stats are the, the, the and 
Nobody cares. Can Nobody cares. My... God damn it. <laughs> yeah, like that, that, that was, that's definitely one. Yeah, man, I wish I could pick a top three. But yeah, I'll have to go with that. Endo? Favorite Pokemon? Uh, favorite Pokemon. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, Pikachu is pretty cool. Uh, I'm a fucking normie when it comes to Pokemon. Uh-huh. It's Pikachu! Clefairy! Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite video. Oh man, just just how aggressive it was. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm a fucking normie once a Pokemon, so yeah, just just Pikachu. Hold on. Hey, Polina, what's your favorite Pokemon? I thought you were gonna ask her what your favorite Pokemon was. Like. What's your favorite Pokemon? What's my favorite Pokemon? <laughs> yeah, what's your favorite Pokemon? My favorite Pokemon Both. is Papa Squat. My favorite Pokemon is Papa Squat, apparently the two of you. <laughs> Papa Squat. You know? Answer the question. Like, yeah. you're, you're live on the show. God, she is. She said she was going to be on the show, and here she is. Uh, she says, uh, it's this Pokemon that swears in Russian. It's my favorite. What is your favorite? Quickly, hurry up. This Please, is take great your time. radio. <laughs> yeah. Take your time. Polina's in the other... She just got home. Like, literally walked through the door. So you immediately oh, yell you at her at and f- be like, what's yeah. my favorite Pokemon? Instead of just yeah. being like, ah, fucking Pikachu, I don't fucking she, She's looking on her phone what her Pokemon is, I think. She's, oh, she's buying up great real, great real estate. This is good, this is good momentum for Are the show. Are you translating it from Russian to English? No, I'm not. Leave me alone. I'm answering my father. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, that answers I your like, question. <laughs> I like the episode where Endo got sassed because of Pokemon for a long yeah. time. She's talking to her dad. <laughs> oh, well. what's, his what's, his what's your dad's favorite Pokemon? <laughs> what's your favorite Pokemon? Oh, what's your favorite Pokemon? Oh my god! Why are you uh, looking at your phone again? Is you gonna are you gonna ask your dad? <laughs> Gardevoir? Oh no! For Pokemon's Gardevoir. There you go. Perfect. Oh, Fuck this, AJ. What's, thank you for totally derailing the podcast. What's your Did favorite great. Pokemon, Tugi? You haven't answered. Um, God. I mean, my favorite one to reference is Charizard because of the Charizard farm, which is still just the most hilarious concept to me. Charizard. Like, well, farm? this Charizard won't fucking listen to me, so I'm just going to abandon it. Jesus. Teach him discipline. Jesus. Um. Fuck. Yeah, Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon's pretty, pretty fucked up when you think about it, man. It is. I'm going to catch these small animals and make them fight for my entertainment. That's why when Black and, and White came out, they made the the whole point of it was like the, your your enemy is a guy who wants to liberate Pokemon from trainers and have them be free. And you're like, I can't hate you because you're doing the right thing. Like, mm, what a fucking strangle. You, like, like you, you can't be so, mad at the guy. <laughs> My official answer is going to be, um, it was, what the fuck was, was it Grookey or something like that? So the last games to come out, um, the grass Pokemon was a, a monkey. And his final evolution is called Rillaboom. And he is basically this gigantic gorilla with what essentially are vine dreadlocks. And he Dope. plays the drums. Yo, Donkey Kong ripoff. <laughs> That's Let's gotta yeah, be exactly. He's, That's he's, gotta he's be that fucking Donkey Kong game. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, that's Donkey Kong. You're like, he has dreads. Play is an ape. It's the drums. Like, that's gotta be racist. That's something. <laughs> <laughs> Jungle dreads and playing the drums. Oh boy. 
God. What? Hey, it's it's Japan. They're behind. It's, J- it's Japan. <laughs> yeah, they get a, they get a free pass. God. <sighs> I'm afraid if I go over there, they'll be like, "Hey, can I touch your hair?" I'm like, "Jesus Christ, leave me alone." <laughs> You know, I think that might be a reasonable fear off of stories I've heard from people that, you know, like Bob Sapp, that got like really big in Japan. Mm, Yeah. Fair enough. There you go. Fun stuff. Pokemon. Bob Sapp references. Donkey Konga references. You never know what you're going to get. From Anita Food. I don't think that's your legal name. Most random NHL goaltender that for some reason you love. I feel like we talked about this one before, but Maybe. what are you going to do? So, alongside favorite Pokemon, favorite random goaltender? Yeah. Ilya Brzgalov, obviously. Oh, Baron Forest. Universe is humongous big. Yeah, he's he's the best. <laughs> like, I fucking love that guy so much. Uh, oh, my man. answer has always been and will always be uh, Rostislav Stanya, who was a uh, Washington Capitals prospect uh, who the first ever Portland Pirates game I went to, which was the first professional game I ever saw in my life um, in you know live in person. He was the goaltender for the Portland Pirates. So, uh, yeah, just one of those random like, hey, I acknowledge you were a person and existed. And he actually had a decent career overseas, but, you know, never anything crazy Yeah, uh, on the North American side. But he is my answer. And now. Mm. Favorite just goalie in general, just random goalie. Most random NHL. It does say NHL goalie, but fuck you, I do, I won't do what you tell me. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. favorite random. Uh, Tim Thomas is my favorite random NHL goalie because what the fuck even is that guy? Tim go. Thomas is my favorite kaiju. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All five foot eleven of them. <laughs> I think that'd be harder than it should have. God damn it. Um, <laughs> He's going to no, shit talk us on Tim 4chan Thomas now. A Pokemon. Tim Thomas used a bunker. <laughs> <laughs> His defense greatly rose. <laughs> oh. It's like dig. He just goes Tim underground. Thomas, you use paranoia attack. Uh, <laughs> enemy is yeah. confused. Yeah. Tim, Tim Thomas wide used stare. liberal threat. <laughs> <laughs> Avoids white. <laughs> oh, 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 that's good. Oh man, uh, I don't even, yeah, I don't he's weak. weak his weakness is dark Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> In hell, <laughs> you broke endo, buddy. <laughs> oh, fuck! Holy <laughs> hell! Ooh, boy! All right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> can Tim can Tim Thomas be my favorite Pokemon? <laughs> can be now. He's weak. He's weak to me. <laughs> it's it's canon now. It's canon. Oh boy! <laughs> oh my god! Oh, speaking of Pokemon, did you know that Ash Ketchum finally won a fucking championship? Didn't he? Have, he didn't he do that like three years ago? When they no, did he again? didn't. No, he did. He hasn't won. He's he's a bunch of fucking 
took so many L's, he thought he took a W, and now he actually he's took like, a W. Man's like 35 years old now. It's like, all right. He's like, no, he's still 10. He's still 10. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, he's got that was, Bart Simpson DNA. Ay, <laughs> caramba. Oh, God. We'll move on to our next question. Fuck it. Uh, because it's not really a question. I, I did a little bit of research. From RG Dust, out of the starting goalie tandems, he wrote tender. Mm. Goalie tender is my chicken is my tender. favorite currency. Uh, that have a 3.0 goals against average or higher with a sub 900 save percentage. Which ones do you see bouncing back? Here's the issue. Of the 32 NHL teams, 20 of them are averaging a 3.0 goals against average or higher. Oof. I'm not looking up 20 tandems. And in general, only 47 of the 73 goalies that have played this year, which is 64%, are 900 or above in terms of a save percentage. You'd like to think that most can turn it around because goaltending yeah. has been abysmal to start this NHL, you know, to start this NHL season to the point where that, that can't really be like how bad they are. People talk about like, oh, in terms of being good, it's unsustainable. It can't be sustainable <clears throat> to be that shit. Yeah, like, I feel like the board. I feel like it'd be better to be like, which ones won't bounce back? And the answer is probably Seattle because Philip Grubauer has the worst save percentage in the NHL right now through four Poor games. Guy. He's got an 860 in four appearances. Yeah, Jeez. Grubauer probably. Probably Anaheim's tandem. <laughs> but John Gibson's elite. NHL 23 gave him a 90. Yeah, well. Hmm? His, his back is now broken from trying to carry those teams. And probably Columbus's tandem. Well, what? Oh, we'll talk about Columbus because I don't even know if you could name both of their goalies. Right <laughs> row. One of them is. Oh, is 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 Corpusalo injured? Someone's injured. Maybe both of them are injured. It's Columbus in everybody's injured. Yeah, very true. <laughs> God damn. Uh, and the final question was from Jared. How would you feel if NHL had a greatest hits soundtrack? Number one, that'd be great marketing to call it the greatest hits because it's hockey. Um. I'd listen to it as a Spotify playlist, which already exists. Oh, there you the go. NHL 23 soundtrack, I think, is great. Do I listen yeah. to it? No, because we've kind of it. advanced <laughs> past the age of listening to video game soundtracks, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. It's it's not marketed to us anymore, man. I'm, I'm too old to have that music be marketed. I'm sure there's good songs on it, but the first thing I do is I turn off the music because copyright. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like right. I don't want to turn it off and on. It's just to play on my. It's just yeah. I mostly just record NHL, so just I just have it off. Right, and at the same time, I don't know about you guys, but it's like if I'm playing NHL, I'm either in a party with yep. friends like you, I'm recording, like Sin said, so we have to avoid copyright. Or if I'm for whatever reason on NHL, like say I'm like roster editing or something off stream, I am already listening to Spotify or yeah. I'm watching something on YouTube at the same time. So yeah, video game soundtracks just don't really have the the same appeal. Yeah, um, at the same they're... time, those Spotify playlists already exist. So there you go, Jared. Question of the day went to AJ. <laughs> yeah. Holy we got hell. Thomas Pokemon arc in there. Let us oh, know man. what uh, what moves Tim Thomas would have as a Pokemon. Oh man! Oh, we already know he'd have uh, he'd have Bunker like yeah. acting like a fucking Geo dude's Harden. Yeah, be amazing. 
Jesus. Okay. Thank you for those questions. That was that was a good time, even though it looked like Endo almost derailed it with Pokemon, but not quite. Based. It worked out. <laughs> it's a, it's a special ability is just based, and he just <laughs> stays home. Oh, my God. <sighs> oh, <You're> God. S- <laughs> you a social pay- media rant. You compare him with someone like another notable Republican like Seth Jones. <laughs> they have a tandem move uh, called Super Pack. <laughs> <laughs> oh. ah, this is great. Uh, great. Great TV. Hell. It's it's a fun time. With that, let's get to uh, should we get to hockey? <laughs> yeah, let's get like some hockey should. going. Yeah, actually quickly. I mean this is not even on the docket at all. Uh apparently Michigan. Um like Michigan Wolverines, are starting freshman goaltender Tyler Shea as the fourth left winger for their team tonight. Dope. That's awesome. That is hilarious. I hope he that- scores a goal, man. Right. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, we we saw with the likes of Roberto Luongo in the <clears throat> Hall of Fame game, just because you're a goalie, it doesn't mean that you, you know, don't know what you're doing out of the crease. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm and- sure all of them. And that is the case because several of their players are out of the lineup with an illness. Take a guess. Well, yeah. Uh, Lead poisoning from the water. We're talking about Michigan, not Flint, Michigan. Oh, Oh, great. Fair enough. Yeah. Close. Close. You know, very, very close. (laughs) I'm sorry. Nobody in this country cares about you, Michigan. If it was up to me, we'd help you. But fuck's sake. Yeah. Um, I don't fucking do they have hand, foot, and mouth disease? I don't know. There's some new respiratory, whatever the fuck, going around. Oh, yeah, RSV or whatever. Yeah. Super COVID. Which sounds like a, a cold, which is weird. <sighs> God, we're all going to die. Yeah, eventually. <sighs> so, with that, hockey. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the existential portion of the podcast. We'll start off by talking about the San Jose Sharks. Now time for the existential crisis point of the the podcast. (laughs) It was mentioned the other day by a certain GM named uh, Mike Greer. You might have heard of him. Certainly at the great player, Mike Greer. Oh, yeah, boy. Greer, good grit. My fucking God, can we stop this bit, please? (laughs) It's never going to go away, dude. Like, it'll always come back. Oh, crap, Buttskin. <laughs> it's like, where's the Buttskin? Oh, I put it on the fucking Right hand by Gufferson. It's like, why the fuck do you get Gufferson? Oh, lost him, toss him. Oh, it's all over, lost him, toss him. Oh, my God. Uh, the good fight by Matt. Matt's Nasland. The guy's this tall. The Sharks are willing to listen to offers for Eric Carlson. You You're don't say. Right. You don't say. Now, Eric Carlson is currently sixth or tied for sixth in scoring with Nathan McKinnon at 24 points. McKinnon's done it in four less games. He is leading all defenders in scoring so far this season because Eric Carlson has been, yeah, phenomenal. It's really I don't fucking know if good. Ever thought he'd be able to play to this level again? I didn't. I didn't. But fuck me, man! What a, what a treat it's been to watch him. Eric Carlson is signed for four more seasons. After oh, that's this. it! Wow. Oh, after this, yeah, yeah, yeah. At eleven point five million dollars per. 
Yeah, we're not retaining. That simply can't happen. You're already retaining on burns. So it's you like, know, how though, do you move it? That's the only. I think that's the only way the deal happens, though, is if they retain. You know? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. The Sens interested me only because, like, they still have a lot of guys on entry levels. Yeah, so it, it was funny because I, I took a screenshot of this. NHL.com, top headline, Sharks looking to move or would listen to Eric Carlson. The second one, Sens looking for a defender. It's like, okay, the universe is trying to tell us something here. He's coming home. It's coming home, whatever. <laughs> Football's coming. <laughs> um, it would be it would be something to see Eric Carlson I'd love back it. in Ottawa. Yeah, give me Josh Norris and Stutzla. <laughs> Let's reset the timeline. <laughs> Get everything back on track. <sighs> so right now, the so theoretically, right? I mean, Eric Carlson at eleven point five million. I don't see how anybody takes him for that full cap hit. Uh, there are three teams right now that could afford to do it, uh, which is Anaheim, Arizona, and Buffalo. Hmm, Buffalo and would be interesting. Buffalo would be interesting. They're the That's only team interesting. I, could, I could theoretically see doing that. Darlene Power? Possible. I mean, well, geez, right? You, you talk about Buffalo. And what that would potentially look like with Carlson being a right side D. Because Darlene right and side. Power are lefties, right? So Power is playing on the right, but I think is primarily a left D because he is a left-handed shot. Yeah. So, I mean, you get a top pair of Rasmus Darlene and Eric Carlson. You get someone like Jacob Bryson with Owen Power. And then, you know, third pair is what it is. Like, it would be interesting. I don't necessarily know if it would happen, obviously. It would be interesting. But a lot of Eric Swedes Carlson, on that team. <laughs> what was that? A lot of Swedes on that team already. A lot of Swedes on that team. <clears throat> Eric Carlson, at 50%, by the way, <clears throat> would cost $5.75 million. Now, look, I know you said for the Sharks, retaining would be a little bit rough. And it would be. They have retained salary on Brent Burns for two more years after this at $2.7 million. Mm -hmm. They also have the Martin Jones buyouts. Yep. Affecting them for four more years after this. Oh, Lordy. It's 2.4 this year. Goes up to 2.9 next year. And then 1.6 for the next three years, ending in 2026, 2027. Yep. Which is insane. Yeah. So adding an extra $6 million of Eric Carlson, it's like, holy Can't shit. Can't do it. Like, unless you're fully committed to a shit rebuild, which the Sharks seem to not be. But I mean, that's what they say. But if they're listening, yeah. On it, like I said, it has to be his full contract moving. And you can you can kind of rationalize it that it's halfway done and he's now scoring at a ridiculous pace. Mm. That being said, it's still high considering Makar's making what nine point five, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like Makar is clearly the better one. He's a fucking franchise, possibly even generational talent for defend in the way of defenders, but. 
I don't know. It depends. Like what team is really looking for that huge, huge boost has enough younger guys on those kind of deals for when that comes up. Buffalo is kind of one. The Sens are kind of one. They've both been in awkward positions for a while. This would be huge for the Sens just from like a publicity standpoint too, Uh especially with like the new ownership. Carlson, like I know he had an okay relationship with Melnick, but you know, a lot of people, I don't know, like it could make, I don't know. Either one of those are interesting. It's just, it's just that cap hit makes it complicated, but obviously the Sharks, if they don't retain, they're taking back cap. So, so yeah. that's another factor. Now should note as well, right? The Sharks don't have to retain 50%. You get Eric Carlson down to eight, nine million, not even six. And all of a sudden I I'd, I'd take Eric Carlson at $8 million. I take Eric Carlson probably at $9 million. Ottawa right now, in terms of like, oh, who could they add? Uh, I mean, Nikita Zaitsev for $4.5 million this year and next would seem like a slam dunk of like, yeah, just take him back for salary because they put Zaitsev through waivers. Like, that's yeah. a contract you're desperate to get rid of if you're Ottawa. Also a right-handed shot. Like, that seems to line up perfectly of have someone like Zaitsev involved in that deal. Shit, even if you wanted to, you could have someone like Travis Hamannick involved in that deal who's making $3 million uh, yeah. this year. Um, you know, at the same time, like, you know, Ottawa has been a really weird team this year as it is because they are doing much worse than expected. Right now in the league, as of time of recording, Ottawa is 29th out of the 32 NHL teams, they have a positive goal differential. Plus one. The next team to have a positive goal differential, again, Ottawa's in 29th, is Colorado in 16th. Which is absurd. And then there are only two teams above Colorado that have a negative goal differential, uh, that being Detroit and Edmonton. Surprise, surprise. So Ottawa are finding, the Sens are finding ways to lose right now. But like you mentioned, you have the potential ownership change. You had bringing in Claude Giroux. You have Alex Dabrinkit this year. Potentially getting that new arena finally in LeBreton Flats. That's still early on. Branstrom uh, that didn't arena. really work. Yeah, getting that arena in downtown Ottawa. I mean, the sale of the Sens, as we mentioned, you know, is dependent on them staying, committing to the area. Getting someone like Eric Carlson back makes sense for a lot of reasons. And he did say it was his forever home. I hope I hope this work. I honestly hope this happens. There are other would, teams where it would make sense depending on retained salary, but for the Sharks, like fuck it, keep two to three million of Eric Carlson if you have to take back Nikita Zaitsev in the deal. Have other pieces involved. It's got yeah, you got to get good return. Like you have to. Um, if honestly, you, if you're I don't think you do. I would fuck. It's I don't still think what top scoring is the defenseman benefit? right now. But what's the benefit for the Sharks to keep Eric Carlson? I mean, yeah, but he's still Eric Carlson. He's still worth a lot. Like you, you need to get something back. You can't just be like, oh, yeah, off the books because you don't gain anything. Well, yeah, you got to get something back. But are you like uh, Shane Pinto is in the deal or no deal? I mean, I'd like for a really, really good prospect or young guy to be in that deal. Maybe establish if they want to go that direction because they clearly don't want to do like the full on rebuild and just stuck up on picks. You're going to get some picks here and there, but 
you I don't know. Like if you're giving up Eric Carlson, if you're also taking back that those shitty contracts, you've got to mm. get something. Like if you're taking back Zykseb, if you throw Hamannick in there just for you know that year alone to help them make that push. I mean that that that's that carries weight too. Any other, you know, you think about all those other teams, Arizona take all those terrible contracts. If you're if you're the Sharks, that's got to carry weight in that deal. So Eric Carlson, you're getting the top scoring defenseman. Um, you were also going to be taking back two contracts that you don't want to do, especially the Zaitsev when there's your leverage for the Sharks. Like, hey, we'll take Zaitsev back, but you're going to have to sweeten this a hell of a lot more. You know, got to put. Can I interest in you in a Dylan Gambrell? <laughs> Fuck you. <sighs> I mean, looking at their roster, like, I, I know Sens fans would be absolutely against the idea of giving up Shane Pinto. Defensively, I don't, like, there's no way of, of a Sanderson. That's out of the question. Um, I don't know how Sens fans would feel about, like, a Bernard Docker. Eric Brandstrom? Would Brandstrom be a piece, no, maybe? The change bad. of scenery? If Alex Formanton's name gets cleared for the Hockey Canada stuff because he's still an RFA unsigned. And then aside from that, Tyler Boucher, who, you know, was their first round pick, 10th overall in 2021. He's had a weird time where he was with Boston University, went to the Ottawa 67s, kind of struggled a bit last year. He has 10 points in nine games this year. Um, you know, bigger body, like prototypical power forward type of deal, which I feel like Mike Greer would love a player like that. Like there are names, there are names, there are assets. There's the, the salary situation. It just screams to me looking at it as much as people, you know, kind of do it to meme it. Eric Carlson back to the Ottawa senators makes all the sense in the goddamn world for both teams. I really hope it happens because you know, it, it's almost stupid how much it lines up. I'd take more of a B prospect if we got there first. <laughs> Let's return the favor. <laughs> Honestly, if so, if you're Ottawa right now, you're in 28th, but you know, your roster's looking better. Sense fans. Basically, I'm talking to the sniping scores of the world. Would you be willing to give up your first round pick in a deal that gets Eric Carlson back? In knowing that your roster is better than they've performed, they have Claude Giroux, they have Debrinket, they should be better than they are, or is that just too much of a risk? But I, at the end of the day, I do think one way or another there is a world, and I hope we're living in it soon, in which Eric Carlson is once again an Ottawa Senator. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. It's been fun to watch him, but yeah, it'd be great to see him back home and stuff. It simply didn't work the way we wanted it to in San Jose. And if, you know, if it works for both parties, he gets to go back home and stuff like that, where he really, you know, loved it. And dude, yeah, like I said, uh, I don't know if even if we don't get there first, like if if the first ain't involved, like it's got to be a really, really solid prospect slash established good player who's young. Yeah, and I mean, the Sens have those. It's just, yeah. are they willing to give them up to kind of and I think forward the Sharks, where they are right now? I think the Sharks would be willing to take on the Zaitsev and the Hamannick because we're not going to realistically make a big push, especially if we trade Carlson. You're punting on the year. So you take back that Hamannick, fine. He's gone next year. You take back Zaitsev right. one year after that, we can handle that. Can the Senators? Not really if they're looking to make that push. If they're sending him through waivers and shit like that, like they want to get that money off the books. Right. So 
yeah, I, it, it does make a hell of a lot of sense for both parties. It's just I want the Sharks to get really solid return. I wanted more return from Burns. Maybe that was more my nostalgia and love for Burns. Um, but yeah, they can't not get really good return for Eric Carlson, who right now is leading all defensemen in scoring and has by all means looked like he's gotten out of his injury trouble and is back on track, learned how to adjust his game to deal with his, you know, surgically uh, repaired ankle and is crushing it. Like he's not really slowing down much. What's crazy is that not all that long ago, we would have been talking like, yeah, it's an untradeable contract. Yeah. 15, 16 games into the year now. Here we are. And it's like off season. We were talking about it untradeable. Like we're like, oh, yeah, you could try to trade Burns or Carlson. You have to trade Burns because you can't trade Carlson. Now it's like, yeah, it's nuts. The Boston Bruins have announced that they are hiring an endo. I'm going to turn this over to you here in a minute because I know you got takes. The Boston Bruins announced that they have hired an independent firm to review their recent failed player vetting process with regards to signing Mitchell Miller. They pledged to make the results public at the conclusion. Endo, your thoughts. How the fuck do you mess up so much that you have to bring in a fed? All the information about Mitch Miller is literally right there. Everything is right there. Like, how do you how do you fuck this up? Like it, it's right there. It's just like it's just like a. I know the meme was like we're all trying to figure out who did this kind of thing, and if that's the case, then like, it's it's literally either your owner, your scout, or your general manager, and no one wants to fess up to being the one who signed this officially, and that is your issue. Someone's gonna get fucking fired, and they're gonna get paid while being fired. So. Oh, yeah. Doesn't fucking matter. Just come out with it. Just, 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 just come out. Come on, we're we're waiting. Like it literally doesn't take that hard that you have to like just say, oh, you know, I did it. Instead of having to bring in a fucking Fed to do that work for you instead, it's fucking stupid. <sighs> just you know, it's it's been a time to watch a team do something this dumb. Sport, you know. Uh, in sports, teams do stupid shit all the time. Trying to sign players or outright signing players that they probably shouldn't. Uh, Lord knows the NFL has had its issues with like, oh, this guy fucking assaulted his wife in an elevator. Ah, fuck it. He can run fast, though. Um, You know, the NBA, the most talked about point this entire season has been Kyrie Irving. Um fucking in the Premier League, a big talk of last season was uh, fucking defender Kurt Zuma was caught on video fucking kicking his cat. Nothing really happened to him. And now that's all fans do is fucking taunt him about that. Rightfully so, because fuck that guy. Like, questionable people get signed all the time for the same reasons that I've, you know, said every time we've talked about this. If you're talented enough, you'll always get opportunities. Yep. This move is nothing but them covering their asses. It's literally the, how could this have happened? You know how it happened. <laughs> it's it's literally the fucking Eric Andre meme. Fucking, oh, how could how could somebody do this to the Boston Bruins? Oh my god. You know what? And it's it fucking reminds- Don Sweeney and Cam Neely holding the gun. 
How could this have happened? Motherfuckers, it was you. I was thinking like the reputation. There's like Neil Breen holding it. How did you commit suicide? Oh, my God. Why would you commit suicide? <laughs> We're all looking for the people responsible for this. <laughs> exactly. Like every meme, the Spider-Man <sighs> pointing meme, like everything. Just like the sign with a no Garfield, like no Garfield's allowed. Huh, I wonder who that's for. Like it's just it just stacks <laughs> on top. Like you like you like your your PR move would have been coming out from the beginning. But the fact that you had to bring it again, I'm gonna keep calling him a fucking fed because he's the fucking fed, and bring it in to deal with this is, is astronomical. It's hilarious. He's it's, still gonna like Mitchell Miller's still gonna play because you're gonna you're gonna give him the fucking money. What you, you're gonna have him just pay all that money and have him just sit on the sidelines? No, you're gonna fucking play him. They're gonna try. Yeah, they're going. At the end to. of the day, they are going to try. I will not be surprised if this entire thing leads to them just being like, you know, um, shit, uh, this guy missed the rule, and oh, it looks like we have to keep him. We got to keep him for the full contract. Oh no! And I the entirety, the entirety of the AHL cracks their knuckles, and they're just sitting there, like, like you know, in shorts, an opening scene where they're just kind of standing in the locker room, just smiling, just smiling, ready to go. Jesus. Well, it makes me, it makes me wonder because again, if someone's suspended at the NHL level, like Gary Bettman said that he is not yeah. cleared to play, the AHL will review that, and I believe the mm-hmm. ECHL will do the same thing, and yeah. they might choose to agree to keep that player as ineligible, which mm-hmm. means you might be looking at Mitch Miller staying under Bruins contract, but playing in fucking Switzerland. That's exactly I what think- I talked about on the, on the last thing we, when last, when we recorded this originally um, was, so the NHL and the AHL, they, they're close together. So if a player is banned from the NHL, he is therefore banned in the AHL and the ECHL. I'm not really sure about the SPHL. I don't know. The <laughs> FPHL. He, 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 could, he could play in the Fed. I don't know because they're not really under the same jurisdiction. Because it goes NHL, AHL, ECHL, SPHL, Fed, and then a bunch of the other ZHL. ones or whatever. Yeah. Or I fucking no, man. Like it, it would be fucking hilarious. He'd be like the he'd be the first player to be outright blacklisted from playing in playing in major sports in North America. We have loaned Mitch Miller to Russia. Oh no, he was found with cannabis oil in his backpack. (laughs) (laughs) And and America's like, huh? I don't know who that is. (laughs) Fuck, actually, no, I'm kidding, because if that happened, it happened to a white man, so people would care. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Fucking A. Sorry, I I saw saw a further headline today about Brittany Griner being transported to a fucking gulag, essentially, and I'm like, this guy. Jesus. Uh, anyway, yeah, Bruins are fucking terrible. They're great on ice. Bruins! Did I buy a reverse retro jersey? Yeah, I did, because I'm a fucking hypocrite. But, yeah, fucking just get dunked on, clown. Like, that's 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 what this is. Like, all I, all I want is Don Sweeney at the high school fair in the dunk tank. And then it turns out someone's dad is Shohei Otani. And Don Sweeney has a bad day. <laughs> That's all I want, damn it. That's all I want. The New Jersey Devils. Speaking of Satan. Uh, the New Jersey <laughs> Devils have won 
<laughs> Sorry about that one, Seth. Uh, that was hilarious. No, don't don't fucking that was, apologize. That was good. Yeah, that was great. The Devils have won ten straight games, their longest winning streak since two thousand and six. Fucking unbelievable. In the meantime, their players are still being questioned. Like, are you guys, are you guys doing good enough? Like Jack Hughes, like, oh, we've won like nine in a row. Yeah, I think we're doing okay. It's fucking ridiculous how the media works sometimes. I mean, um, like, their whole thing was, like, hey, how's your consistency? I mean, if a team is yeah. doing really, really well, they can still, you know, talk about their consistency on the ice and, you know, come back wins and all that, right? So I get the question, but I think people are just blowing it up way out of proportion at the same time. Their all-time franchise record is 13 wins in a row. I'd love to see him beat it. Their next three games, the Toronto Maple Leafs tonight – Oh, Easy. So by the time this podcast is up, we might be able to successfully jinx them. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Sim. <laughs> Just easy trash. You trash. Uh, trash. Um, McRib. E- Echo Zulu, man. Your snow-covered trash. Um, they play the Toronto Maple Leafs tonight, Ottawa on Saturday, and Edmonton on Monday. Oh, those are winnable games. They are winnable games, as it turns out, especially if Edmonton plays Jack Campbell. (laughs) They would be able to break. Do you know who they'd be able to break the record against? 14 straight wins if they were to get it against the Toronto Maple Leafs next Wednesday. (laughs) Beat the Leafs twice. Beat them twice. Do it. Please. I want to hear that. I want to hear that. Uh. I want. I need to hear the LFR of that. I need oh. that to happen. <laughs> Oof, that'd be that'd be a fun one. Losing to yeah. the Devils twice in the same week to give them their all-time franchise win record. Yeah, that would be that'd be a good time. Um, look, I don't know if they. I don't know if they beat it, but at the same time, I do hope the Devils are legit. And we kind of mm-hmm. talked about that on the last show as to whether or not they are, and I think they are. Um, I really hope they're not this season's Anaheim. Where they just have that crazy hot start and then fall off. Uh, but they have been awesome. Um, they have gotten pretty stellar goaltending, given the circumstances. Vitek Vanacek, 9-15 save percentage, a 7-1 record. Um, Mackenzie Blackwood's actually hurt, so is Jonathan Bernier. So their backup right now is Swiss-born Akira Schmidt, who has a 9-20 save percentage in two games. He's the new, that one Coyotes goalie who did good for a while. There's a lot of them, and then all of a sudden they just yeah kind of fall yeah, off. Yeah, who was that that everyone was freaking out over? Schneider? Oh, for, uh, Schneider Arizona. Sorry. No, Arizona uh, last year. It was last, last season. Last year, uh, oh, and he got Velka. traded. He got traded. Uh, no, people hated Vajmelka. Uh, he got traded from there to no, Dallas. He, he, Vajmelka was the guy, wasn't he? Yeah, that's why he has like a fucking 83 overall in NHL 23. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. Kind of. I'm pretty <laughs> sure he was the guy, Vimelka. Yeah, he was the guy like who who came out. All right, and, like, here, I like, am looking at five the Coyotes' most recent goaltenders. In 20, oh my fuck. Uh, in yeah, 2022, Scott Wedgwood played, had a 9 Nope. No, it was not. No? No. It was a guy that didn't play it before. It was, I'm 100% sure it was Vimelka. So their goalies last year, Scott Wedgwood. Hari Satari, Leafs legend. Fuck you. Uh, Ivan Prosvetov. Uh, both those guys had a sub 870 save percentage, by the way. 
Yosef Kozanash of Sharks fame for the yep. 914. Carter Hutton, Carl Vamelka, Connor Ingram. Yeah, it was it was Vamelka. He oh, was the one. Uh, Ingram's from this season. So it had to have been Vamelka. It had yeah, to it was. Yeah. But all things considered, I mean, things are looking all right for the Devils. Yes, for Brat's been or Brat has been amazing. Dougie Hamilton returning to form. Like they've had injuries. Andre Pilat's out, obviously, right now, but I'm hoping they're legit. And yeah, then, me too. I was going to say, if you had anything else to add on the Devils, feel free because then we have to. Give no, I've, I've always praise. had a bit of a soft spot for the Devils. They're one of my friend's favorite teams. Oh, Martin Brodeur, Blues legend. Speaking of the Blues, that's a segue right there. There was a bit of controversy heading into this Blues-Chicago game where former Chicago goaltender Scott Darling heading into the game essentially said that St. Louis is the fucking worst. He was on his no-trade list. He wouldn't want to move there. He wouldn't want to play there. The city sucked. The fans sucked. They all suck. The Blues went on to beat Chicago. <laughs> Uh, they are now 8-0-2 in their last regular season games against them. Wait, is Darling back on Chicago? What? No, he was on a, a oh. panel. He was oh, on a yeah. panel uh, for like local TV. And I have been informed by uh, a former guest on this show, Mr. Alex Don, who um, is a Blues fan, that it's time to give Jordan Bennington his roses, which I disagree a little bit. There have been Blues fans to say it's not all Bennington's fault that the Blues lost, what, eight, nine games in a row. I would agree with that. At the same time, Jordan Bennington's a man-child. Yep. That said, his last five games, he does have a 932 save percentage. So, you know, can't blame him entirely for the Blues, you know, shortcomings this year. He does have a 905 on the season. Yeah. That said... Inconsistent as fuck. Sometimes he goes on a heater. I mean, it happened. They won a cup, and then he was terrible until now. Yeah. <laughs> like, why do we Pretty have to much. give him his fucking roses? He has a cup, basically. Like, fuck him, dude. I don't care. <laughs> Thank you, though, for uh, beating Chicago and uh, making Scott Darling look kind of dumb. I don't blame Scott Darling. You know, it's trying more so to like appeal to the the local regional audience, <laughs> of course, of Chicago fans that'll be watching it. At the same time, get clowned on, son. Yeah, going full Nesson. <laughs> NES. Oh, dude, if Jack Edwards said that and the Bruins lost to a team, the internet would be oh yeah, a, a light. It would be a blaze just dunking on Jack Edwards. And he wouldn't and be- care. He would probably thrive off it. Oh, he would, too. It'd be fucking great. I, he'd he would send just- out a tweet like, hey, thanks for the love and support. Uh, Bruins yeah. play tonight against Ottawa, 7 p.m. Be there. <laughs> My God. <laughs> because he's the fucking best. Worst. God damn it. He's the you best. You said this was like was Scott Darling at a local show, like on TV or whatever? Uh, I think like, I, I don't know what network, if it's like Bally for them or NBC, you know, fucking okay. sports network or some shit like that. But basically, yeah. like he was on like the Chicago pregame panel. Okay. Mm. I was going to say. decided uh... to. Man, yeah, just yeah. like bought public access to say that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you might remember um... me as the goaltender who helped save the series when Corey Crawford nearly <sighs> shit the bed. 
Because yeah. there's something that happened. Um, he, he does a lot of stand-up stuff now because I guess he's not really playing any hockey. And then, like, he was talking about, like, his, his, his career in hockey and all that. And at one point, like, he brought up how much money he made. And I'm like, don't be that guy. You're getting, I know you're yeah, getting paid, like, six mil to, like, sit and do fuck all. But, like, at the same time, don't be that guy who just brings that much money you made in playing fucking hockey. I mean... You know, like when you're, <laughs> when you're, you know how old Scott Darling is, by the way? He's 34. He's 33. Yeah. <laughs> He'll yeah, turn 34 so next money. month. Mm-hmm. Like, he had like a sir, five year NHL career. Five year. He made a lot of fucking money at the same time, too. Oh, yeah, like, I you're mean. bragging about money. You were bought out by the Florida Panthers. <laughs> Well, in fairness, are still paying you this year, or at least it's yep. still against the cap. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's a bit weird. But again, his quote regarding St. Louis, it's the worst city in the country, worst place to play, and was the first team on my no-trade clause agreement. Um, cool. I don't think the Blues would take you, even if they came, uh, you know, even if you came kicking and screaming. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And what's funny... Um, he did. He did have a modified no trade clause, fifteen team, with that deal in Carolina, and then that deal got dealt within a year, <laughs> and then he got bought up by Florida. <laughs> Scott Darling, everybody, there you go. It might be the only time we mention him on the show. <laughs> Another thing to uh, mention really quickly, unfortunately, a shitload of injuries um, for the Minnesota Wild. It was announced that Mark Andre Fleury mm. is on IR. He was injured. He was injured in practice. Um, right now, their goaltending is looking like Philip Gustafson, who they got from Ottawa for Cam Talbot. But he has a nine fourteen in five games. And uh, Boston Bruins legend Zane McIntyre still kicking around. I'm happy. I'm happy for him. He was an NCAA stud who at the pro level ah. didn't quite work out. Um, yeah, he was. He was a guy. Once upon a time, I gave a good rating to, and people are like, "Ha ha! You don't know what you're talking about." And I'm like. You're like, no, that's because this is the exact reason why I don't give NCAA players good ratings. Exactly. Dude, this guy, let me go on my fucking Zane McIntyre tangent. I'll never have another chance. In the NCAA with the University of North Dakota, 920 save percentage, 926, and a 929. First year in Providence, a bit rough. Next year in Providence had a 930, then had a 914. That brings us to 2018, and then it falls off a bit. How could you possibly have thought that guy was going to be good? Fucking idiots. Anyway, uh, for Minnesota, looking rough. If there is a meme, it's the one in the pool where Minnesota's like starting to drown mm-hmm. after that injury. And then there's the Columbus Blue Jackets at the bottom of the pool. The Yeah, the skeleton at the bottom. <laughs> Holy fuck. This team can't catch a break. Um... As of five hours ago on Cap Friendly, Emil Bemstrom's listed as a game-time decision. Elvis Merzlikens, now out two weeks with a lower body injury. Patrick Laine out for four weeks. Voracek, indefinite. Justin Danforth, six months. Jake Bean is now hurt, indefinite amount of time with a shoulder injury. Wierenski's out for the season. Blankenberg's out two months. Boakvist is out six weeks. Holy fuck. Like, this has been a nightmare for the Blue Jackets. We talked about it on the last episode, and since then, it's gotten worse. 
I feel so bad for this fan base. They are dead last in their division right now. Right when it looked like, oh shit, maybe they'll, you know, be able to have the good season after signing Johnny Goodrow. It's like, well, they did sign Erica Branson and that looks rough. But just crazy how ridiculously injury prone that team has been this season. I mentioned their defensive lines last uh, podcast. It's now Gavrikov, Marcus Bjork, Jacob Christensen with Erica Branson, who's healthy, Gavin Bayreuther, Andrew Peak. <laughs> I would consider by far and away Gavrikov's the best defender in that lineup. But the one who has the most name value is Eric Goodbranson. If Eric Goodbranson is your most recognizable name on your defense for most people, kind of says it all. So, yep. Blue Jackets fans, enjoy the Connor Bedard sweepstakes because holy shit. That said, we have one more thing to address, gentlemen. Uh-oh. A secret that I've kept from you off of our run sheet because I wanted to get your reactions to this. There was an interview from a recently retired former NHL goalie. Oh boy. Named Devin Dubnik. Oh. oh boy. And Devin Dubnik was asked about his time in Edmonton. Specifically, he was asked about a former number one overall pick of the Oilers. Oh my Nail god. Yakupov. Devin Dubnik describes ex teammate Nail Yakupov as a quote, complete idiot, <laughs> is the headline. Here's a quote from the article. I tried to explain to him, and I want Endo's opinion on this as a goalie. We were doing a low drive from the corner, and he's zipping these shots past my ear because he's trying to hit the top corner, the elbow of the net. And I tried to explain to him, you realize that there's three outcomes here. You miss the net, you score, or you hit me in the ear. I hate all three of those. If you want to practice this shot, go to the other end. So just the idea that in practice, he's trying to snipe Puck's top shelf. past Devin Dubnik, potentially risking injury. Uh, yeah, Devin Dubnik just kind of went off on this guy. And it's it's funny to hear because now that he's retired, right, he's got nothing to lose Yeah, and can kind of give out quotes like this. I got to see that. That's yeah, hilarious. I can send you um, the article do. on yeah, Oilers Nation. That. I recommend people oh, check it out. Um. But yeah, yeah, put that in the group chat. Jesus Christ. I will. And I'll, I'll read a little bit more off of this. But uh, and here, let me send this to you. There you go. Um, so Dubnik recently retired to pursue a broadcasting career. Without skipping a beat, Dubnik um, named Nail Yakupov as the worst teammate he had for high heaters in practice. Quote, oh, Nail Yakupov. This guy was an idiot. A complete idiot. Uh, and then he said the, the thing that I listed off. And uh, Jason Greger, who he was on the... Uh, a show with alongside Frank Cervalli. Gregor asked, did he ever get it? And Dubnik, obviously not. He's nowhere to be found, so I don't think he hit the elbow too often. Wow. Like, <laughs> Devin Dubnik just going in on Nail Yakupov. I didn't know I needed that in my life, but if that's what Devin Dubnik's going to bring to a broadcasting career, I am here for it. And, uh, God, poor... <laughs> Poor Nail Yakupov, huh? Yeah. Like, his reputation 
Uh, who was it? Brian Burke that said he was the worst interview or like the second worst interview he ever had. Um, in terms of, and maybe it's the recency bias compared to guys like Alex Tag. Neil Yakupov might go down as the worst bust in like modern big. hockey history, especially with all this other, all the other antics he had. Like that one time he scored like a game tying goal and like pushed away his teammates as they tried to celebrate with him to do the, the, sl- coast the down slide the on his knees <laughs> because he like Bure or something like that. Who what, was he trying to imitate Bure? I can't remember, but uh, it was... I think Theo Fleury. Yes, there you go. Um, I was like, that's it's nuts. I'm like, that's a that's not even a game winner. It's a get you it's a game tire. You guys probably lost the game too. Like, what the fuck? When that's your most notable highlight, is like, yeah, you celebrated and we don't even know if uh, most people won't recall if you actually won the game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sums it up pretty <laughs> well. <light> <laughs> oh my Sorry. god. So that he this year. He is still playing in the KHL. Apparently, he's uh, injured right now, according to Elite Prospects. He has six points in 13 games mm. in the KHL. Like, he is, he's not even an elite KHL player. Like, he's just, he's fine. Yeah. Um, did win a Gagarin Cup over there. But yeah, Neil Yakupov still catching strays. I to mean, this day. Yakupov, he won a cup on SKA. So, does that really even count as winning a cup when you're playing on the team that's like, Usually either it's them or like another team. It's usually they, they've won the cup. Like, was it 10 of the past 13 years that the Gagarin Cup has been like the cup to win? It's something ridiculous like that. Um, another thing, too, is uh, he, he was he got traded to a more Habarov, so like playing his hometown team for cash considerations. The team he was on before didn't even want him. They you just gave him for cash to, be to get traded for cash considerations in the KHL. <laughs> I mean, if you get traded in the Pretty end rough. like that, you're just Chris Draper. Like, so. Yeah. Oof. Oof. And a fax machine. Hey, I mean, that, that, I'm pretty sure a fax machine didn't go and win a cup, did it? It printed out the, <laughs> it printed out his, his trade information for him. So it's even better of the deal. But yeah, uh, Neil Yakupov, probably one of the biggest busts in NHL history or would you say that would be the the guy who played for Ottawa I mean that's what I was saying and I think I think it probably is yeah at this stage but like for you at your reaction as a goalie who plays at a a somewhat decent level yeah you're Uh, in practice and someone's just trying to pick the top corner on you I have done some skates with some guys who who do that, but I think it's part of it's like part of the thing is like, hey, yeah, man, like you don't like if if it's really a problem, you go like, yo, like watch watch the head, like come on. It, it, players know not to shoot at the head unless it's an actual game. Like occasionally it does happen, like that's just what happens when you shoot. But when the guy's purposely like going for it, like almost every time, mm. it's a real piss off, and it gets really it gets on your nerves like a lot. Yeah, to the point where ten years later, Devin to me. It must have Especially happened a too. fucking lot then. Holy. Right? Like 10 yeah. years on. And he brings up this story. He's been sitting on this for a while. He was waiting. He was waiting to the minute he got on the broadcast and just to be like, yeah, fuck that guy. Specifically <laughs> that guy. Fantastic. Gentlemen, with that fun episode today, uh, a memorable one at that. Again, not even for hockey related purposes. Yeah. Sin, what do you got going on here heading into the weekend? And yeah, yeah. 
What's up? Well, uh, just started a new franchise mode on YouTube. Expansion hey. uh, franchise should be pretty fun. Uh, so uh, that's going to be great. And then that's pretty much all I've got going on in the way of plugs. <laughs> there you go. You know, what's funny is I realized Snipe and Score was the one that was doing your rosters. And I'm just like, yeah, oh, yeah, shit, yeah. never mind. I, I rescind my offer. Let him do it. <laughs> well, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. At least you're getting quality. <laughs> I'd get quality from you, too. But. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, but I'd make Patrick Kane like an 82 overall, and some people would be mad. Yeah, there you go. See, I only have him add players to a default I roster. You wouldn't be able to do that. I would find a way. <laughs> <laughs> Seth Jones, 79 rated. Fuck it. Yeah, suck like... it. Oh, what do you got going on? Aside I'm from playing... Warzone, apparently. Yeah, uh, I'm just fucking around with that. Uh, that new Warzone DMZ or DMV. I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm calling whatever the fuck I want. Um, it's, it's the BMV now. Oh, it's the BMV? What the slice are bitch ass motor vehicles? Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, oh, it's bikes. Of. Okay, well. yeah. Uh, it's just waiting in line simulator. Um, DMZ is a lot of fun. Uh, I'm playing that. Uh, maybe NHL. I uninstalled NHL because I was like, because I think yesterday I was streaming and the menu froze on me and I was trying to get into the drops just to, you know, just have fun and hit people as a six foot six giant. It just froze on me. And I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I'm just going to uninstall this like right now. Uh, but yeah, I may reinstall it because I play in uh, that good old virtual hockey league. Uh, I had like six points in like one, in, like one game. I was like, all right, this is cool. I, I like it here. And yeah. So follow me on Twitch endo mills also at endo mills on youtube because that's apparently a feature now if you haven't grabbed your username change go grab it now you can use custom yeah. urls it's great you can find me on twitch playing god of war ragnarok which is fucking amazing and oh, uh, yeah. pokemon as well um when sports games disappoint i say who needs good viewership let me play fun stuff um and then YouTube-wise, I don't know. I try some different things. Uh, I'm hoping, NHL-wise, I'll be able to potentially start roster editing next week, which would be nice. Um, and yeah, we'll kind of we'll kind of see what happens in that regard, and if I can actually have a franchise mode starting in January at this rate. Yeah, I'll start my be a pro if you get those rosters going. Jesus Christ! There you go. One of these days. So with that, everybody, we will see you next week. Thank you once again for listening and or watching the Tookie Steak Podcast brought to you by our friends at Manscaped. Code Tookie, 20% off, free shipping. Let us know your Tim Thomas Pokemon moves. <laughs> mean Whoever look. can write the best description wins a prize. He has to have Leer on, 100%. Just Leer constantly scary. Oh, was it scary face? Um... God, there's so many. There's so many. I can't remember the names of them. Uh, intimidate. You're just like, and then your person gets like angry and confused. I'd, I'd nominate light shove in honor of the Sedines. Let's go with light shove. Oh, high blocker. There we go. High blocker is a good one. High kick. There you go. I don't know if he could high. He's like five foot eleven. It wouldn't be a very high kick. Hey, we'll see flexible. you next week. Everybody. <laughs>